Hi, how are you? My name is Rajiv Ambat. I'm a speaker, I'm an author of the book The Midriff Crisis. I'm also a lifestyle diseases expert, CEO and founder of Nuvo Vivo Center for Obesity, Lifestyle Disorders and Research. We are an online health and wellness company specialized into medical fitness. We bring in the best of medical understanding of managing lifestyle diseases from a fitness perspective, bringing in the best of both looking good and managing lifestyle diseases. Our clients join us from across the globe to manage and reduce their reliance on medications. We help them with a structured and scientific dietary and exercise interventions along with necessary hand-holding and support. Now we are going to talk about autoimmune diseases, various symptoms of these autoimmune disorders, the causes, treatment and lifestyle changes required to manage the condition. What is an autoimmune disease? An autoimmune disease is a condition that occurs when the immune system attacks the body's own healthy tissues. The body's immune system normally makes proteins called antibodies that protect the body from viruses, bacteria and other foreign materials. However, in some people with an autoimmune disease, their immune systems mistake their own tissues and healthful cells for these harmful substances. This causes inflammation and damage to healthy cells in the body. What are the types of autoimmune disorders? There are more than 70 different types of autoimmune diseases. The scientific world is still learning more about many of them. Some of the common autoimmune disorders are type 1 diabetes, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, Graves' disease, Addison's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's syndrome, inflammatory bowel diseases such as Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, SLE or lupus and a few more other autoimmune disorders such as psoriasis, Guillain-Barre, multiple sclerosis, myasthenia gravis, ankylosing spondylosis, IgA nephropathy etc. We are going to discuss about each one of this in detail. Each of these diseases affect a different part of the body and has different effects on the body. Some of them are not very dangerous to life, while a few others can be extremely dangerous if not received appropriate medical care, for example lupus. Let's start with the first one in the list, type 1 diabetes. Diabetes, as we all know, is a condition in which the body is unable to manage the blood glucose level. This happens either because the body is not responding to the hormone which does this job, that is insulin resistance, or because the body is not producing enough amount of this hormone. The former is type 2 diabetes which occurs primarily due to insulin resistance which results from a poor lifestyle habit. And the latter is type 1 diabetes which occurs due to autoimmune factors. In type 1 diabetes, the body's immune system attacks the beta cells of the pancreas that are responsible to produce the hormone insulin, causing low insulin secretion and leading to elevated serum glucose levels. Type 1 diabetes mellitus commonly occurs at a young age of around 10 to 15 years and is hence also called juvenile diabetes. Fasting blood sugar levels, postprandial sugar and HbA1c tests are used to measure the presence of blood glucose and the extent of diabetes. Blood tests measuring C-peptide, antibodies such as IAA, ICA and GAD antibody levels are usually done to detect type 1 diabetes. Weight management, exercise and lifestyle changes along with insulin injections are very important to manage type 1 diabetes and keep blood glucose in control. Remember, elevated blood glucose over a long duration is highly dangerous and can cause multiple and serious organ damage such as kidney damage, nerve damage, etc. Next one in line is Hashimoto's thyroiditis. 
This is an increasingly common autoimmune disease where the thyroid glands are impacted. It occurs when the immune system attacks an enzyme called thyroperoxidase, which helps in the production of thyroid hormones T3 and T4. The result is low levels of thyroid hormone, leading to an underactive thyroid gland, which is hypothyroidism, fatigue and weight gain, among other symptoms. The presence of thyroid antibodies called anti-TPO in the blood is measured to detect this condition along with the thyroid hormone levels and TSH levels. Your endocrinologist might ask you to keep an eye on the antibody level and also may suggest thyroid hormone replacement therapies such as levothyroxine, thyronome, etc. Graves disease Graves disease is yet another autoimmune disease that impacts the thyroid gland. In Graves' disease, the thyroid gland becomes overactive and produces excess thyroid hormone leading to hyperthyroidism. Palpitation, sweating, sudden weight loss, hair loss, insomnia, etc. are the common symptoms of this condition. The presence of TSI, thyroid simulating antibodies, and TBII, thyrotropin binding inhibitory immunoglobins is checked to detect this condition along with the T3, T4, and TSH levels. Next one in line is Addison's disease. Autoimmune Addison's disease is a condition that impacts the adrenal glands located above the kidney. This impacts the production of hormones cortisol and aldosterone by the adrenal glands. Cortisol is produced by the adrenal glands in response to stress and is important for the proper functioning of the immune system, heart, blood glucose level management and blood pressure management etc. Aldosterone, on the other hand, is a hormone that plays a very important role in maintaining the sodium-potassium balance in the body and thus maintaining the blood pressure, blood volume, kidney function, etc. Extreme fatigue, muscle pain, low blood pressure, abdominal pain, nausea, irregular menstrual cycle for women, salt craving and hyperpigmentation are some of the common symptoms of Addison's disease. Addison's disease is often diagnosed unexpectedly. It is characterized by low cortisol and low sodium along with high potassium levels due to the aldosterone deficiency. Since this condition is characterized by insufficient production of such adrenal hormones, Addison's disease is also known as primary adrenal insufficiency. Addison's disease often needs close monitoring and follow-ups with the endocrinologist and physicians. This is treated by replacing the hormone cortisol and aldosterone with their synthetic variants such as hydrocortisone and fludrocortisone extra. Next in line is rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disorder that is characterized by inflammation in the joints, the synovial joints. This mostly impacts the joints of the knee, hands, fingers and causes swelling and tenderness and even leads to deformity over time. The immune system attacks the soft tissues, cartilages, etc. around the joints and eventually even corrodes the bones. Most often, there will be periods of flares and then a brief period of remission. Your doctor might ask you to check for inflammatory markers such as ESR and CRP. Other parameters such as the presence of anti-CCP, rheumatoid factor along with an in-person examination to diagnose rheumatoid arthritis is required. In some cases, a person can still have RA without turning positive for the RF factor. This is known as seronegative rheumatoid arthritis and is often difficult to diagnose. Rheumatoid arthritis is different from osteoarthritis. First and foremost, RA or rheumatoid arthritis is autoimmune while OA or osteoarthritis is not. Osteoarthritis occurs due to excessive wear and tear and is hence mostly seen asymmetrically, that is only one knee or only one elbow. 
whereas RA occurs mostly symmetrically on both sides of the body. Next one in line is Sjogren's syndrome. Sjogren's syndrome is an autoimmune disease where the immune cells attack the salivary and tear glands. This leads to reduced moisture and hence dry eyes and dry mouth. This disease can occur also as a result of other severe autoimmune diseases such as lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, which is known as the secondary Sjogren's syndrome. Dry and itchy skin, tooth decay, dry mouth, dry eyes, blurred vision, vaginal dryness, joint pain, etc. Some of the common symptoms. Sjogren's syndrome is diagnosed through a series of blood tests such as ANA, anti-SSA, anti-SSB, RA factor, eye test and imaging tests such as salometry to measure the saliva flow. Next one in line is inflammatory bowel diseases. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are two types of autoimmune diseases that impact the gastrointestinal tract and are characterized by severe abdominal pain, diarrhea, indigestion, weight loss and blood in the stool. Crohn's disease is the inflammation of any part of the GI tract which starts from the mouth and ends at the anus. The small intestine and large intestine are the most affected by Crohn's. Ulcerative colitis on the other hand, other hand impacts the large intestine or colon and the rectum. Both Crohn's and ulcerative colitis are treated with steroids such as cortisone, prednisone, immunosuppressants, etc. Eating a healthy diet that is low in fat, avoiding alcohol and smoking are important to manage both ulcerative colitis and Crohn's. Celiac disease is yet another disease that occurs due to an excessive immune reaction in response to gluten intake. Gluten is a type of protein found in certain grains such as wheat, barley and rye that gives a sticky glue-like consistency when it is mixed with water. The excessive immune response launched by the body against this gluten damages certain fine hair-like structures of the lining of the small intestine called villi. Villi plays an important role in digestion and absorption of nutrition. Celiac disease can sometimes cause a life-threatening immune response to gluten. Those with such a condition are required to completely avoid gluten. Next one in line is SLE or lupus. Systemic lupus erythromatosis or SLE or just lupus is a life-threatening autoimmune condition that can impact a series of tissues, organs and systems and is most commonly seen among women. Those with SLE are very sensitive to sun exposure and gets rashes and flare with sun. The butterfly-shaped rash, also known as malar rash, is the most common feature of SLE. SLE can impact many areas of the body including the skin, joints, heart, lungs, kidney and hence requires the help and treatment of rheumatology, immunology medical experts. Those with SLE are required to reduce sun exposure, always cover the face, hands, feet, etc. with a scarf, long sleeves and trousers. A sunscreen cream as prescribed by a dermatologist also is suggested. Lupus is treated based on the severity of the disease, age and associated complications. Like in many other autoimmune diseases, doctors resort to autoimmunomodulators, steroid medications, etc. to manage the symptoms and treat this disease. In advanced cases of this disease, your doctor may prescribe drugs such as rituximab and chemotherapy drugs such as cyclophosphamide and methotrexate. As earlier mentioned, the kind of treatment depends upon age, gender, 
along the kind of the associated comorbidities that they may have and how far the disease has progressed etc some of the other autoimmune diseases are psoriasis psoriasis is a skin condition that causes inflammation itching and redness and over time the inflamed area becomes thick and scaly psoriatic arthritis in some people along with psoriasis the joints also may get impacted those with psoriasis are more prone to psoriatic arthritis gallian barry this is an autoimmune condition where the immune system attacks the peripheral nerves especially those of feet hands etc as nerves get impacted the body loses the ability to control muscles leading to muscle weakness tingling and burning sensation your doctor may ask for a series of tests including nerve conduction studies to detect gallian barry multiple sclerosis multiple sclerosis is also a condition that impacts the nervous system but the nerves of the brain and spinal cord myelin sheath the protective cover of the nerves is impacted and this impacts our body's ability to send nerve signals impacting coordination myasthenia gravis myasthenia gravis impacts the communication junction between the muscle and the nerves leading to muscle weakness fatigue and even inability to use certain muscles in myasthenia gravis the immune system destroys the receptor sites of muscles causing signals from the nerves to not reach the muscles at all ankylosing spondylosis this is an inflammatory condition that mostly impacts the bones of the spine leading to the fusing of the vertebral bones severely impacting the flexibility and mobility iga nephropathy also called burgers disease this is a condition where the immunoglobin a builds up in the kidney and impairs the kidney's function now let's discuss about the cause of autoimmune diseases the cause of autoimmune disease is not fully known to the modern science Although there are many factors that can contribute to the development of an autoimmune disorder, it's important to note that genetic factors play a role in many cases. In fact, if you have one or more family members with an autoimmune condition, your risk for developing one yourself increases significantly. However, many people who experience symptoms themselves do not have any family history of autoimmune disorders and vice versa. This means there's still plenty we do not know yet about why they arise in some people while leaving others unaffected at all. It is believed that external factors such as severe infection, unhealthy lifestyle habits, smoking, exposure to toxins, etc may cause this gene to express leading to autoimmune conditions. Autoimmune inflammation is different from hypersensitivity. Hypersensitivity refers to a heightened response by the immune system to allergens. It is sometimes also known as allergic response or being allergic. The more stressed you are, the more likely you will be allergic, get sick and have problems healing from injuries. Stress also impacts your brain by affecting how well it releases chemicals that regulate moods and feelings of happiness and sadness. The majority of science on how stress affects our body has been conducted in animals, but there is enough evidence to say that chronic stress alters our immune system and contributes to many health issues including allergies, cardiovascular diseases and autoimmune disorders. Chronic stress also increases inflammation throughout the body which can contribute to heart diseases and even cancer. Let's talk about the medications and treatment for autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune diseases has to be diagnosed and treated by a qualified doctor only. The test involved for detecting each condition may vary and requires an expert to analyze and prescribe a future course of treatment. 
The most common medications used to treat these diseases include corticosteroids such as prednisone, hydrocortisone, anti-inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen, naproxen, sodium, immunosuppressants like methotrexate, etc., which work by reducing immune system activity. Your doctor will choose the method and course of treatment and medication weighing in several factors such as age, gender, the severity of the condition, associated illness, other ailments and comorbidities, overall health, the side effect of treatment if any etc. A few autoimmune conditions may need the combined expertise of a panel of doctors including rheumatologist, immunologist, dermatologist, nephrologist etc. It is hence advisable to be regular with routine checkups and follow-ups to make necessary changes, increase or decrease in medications depending on the flares and severity of inflammation as advised by your doctor. It is extremely important not to self-medicate or try to regulate, reduce or change the medication or its dosage without the advice of a qualified doctor. Now let's discuss about the most important aspect, the lifestyle changes in managing autoimmune diseases. Reversing autoimmune diseases through lifestyle changes is a very controversial topic and the evidence is non-conclusive. However, there is no denying that a balanced diet and structured exercise will make a ton of a difference in reducing inflammation and pain and reducing the chances of other complications apart from improving the quality of life significantly. A balanced diet rich in antioxidants are particularly important as antioxidants can help in reducing inflammation. Avoid smoking, reduce the consumption of caffeine, junk and processed food that are pro-inflammatory. Omega-3 fatty acids are yet another compound with anti-inflammatory characteristics so include them in plenty in your diet. Giving yourself adequate sleep is very important. Inadequate sleep or rest can distort the immune function and exacerbate the existing condition. Exercises involving yoga and meditation are very useful to manage stress along with resistance training. However, the extent, type and intensity of exercises need to be structured for each individual based on their specific condition. For example, certain exercises in yoga may not be a great idea for a person suffering from conditions like ankylosing spondylosis. In conclusion, autoimmune disease can be managed without impacting the quality of life. It only requires a concerted approach that involves your doctor's advice and making the right lifestyle choices. Your lifestyle choices will hugely impact how your immune system responds and hence your overall health.